Welcome to the Women in NFTs and Web3 podcast, where we highlight women in this space who are making massive moves, paving the way and leaving their legacy. I'm Caitlin Strempel, CEO of the first ever women-owned NFT marketing and design agency for women by women and your host. I'm honored to have you join me in learning from some of the greatest leaders in our industry. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review because the more traction we get, the more women we can support in helping them impact the world. If you or someone you know would be a great guest, stick around to the end and I will tell you how to get in touch and apply. Enjoy the show. We have Sydney Espo here. She is an NFT artist, content creator, and video producer. And she's also literally like one of, if not the OG NFT artist to run TikTok. She has inspired hundreds of artists to get into the NFT space and make a name for themselves. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm doing good. How are you doing? So good. It's so good to have you here and like, just like hear your voice in real life. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, I know we've talked a couple times like in spaces, but I love the one-on-one. You can just get nice and personal. It's way I better. Know. <laughs> Same. Well, I'm so glad to have you on. I feel like every day there's always somebody being like, Sydney has inspired me. Like, so you are doing so many amazing things in the space. Um, so let's chat about it. But first I want to do our icebreakers. So we always start with a sister shout out. So a woman in the space who you just want to give some love to. I first of all love that that's how you start out. So beautiful. My sister shout out, I'm going to shout out Katie. Her name is Katie Lames on Twitter. She is just a beautiful NFT artist. I love how authentic her content is. She's like a yogi and a, just an educator. She's an art teacher and her videos are just so authentically her. And I love seeing artists just express themselves in the most individualized way so I want to give her some love oh I love that one I'm gonna go check her out for sure and then what's your morning routine okay so mornings are my absolute favorite time of the day I am a morning bird I'm typically up at like 5 five thirty. I will like get some coffee first thing and I'll typically journal I try to write at least three pages every morning and I just do full like brain dump um just literally anything that's in my head and I'll journal a little bit I'll drink my coffee I'll typically respond to a couple like urgent not urgent you know urgent to me um (laughs) like discord twitter just some socials and then I'll go to the gym and then I will come back and make a smoothie and shower and start my day. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. That's like my dream, my dream morning routine, minus getting up at five, five 30. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an early bird, but I'm like six on the six o'clock on the dot is like, I'm good with that. Anything earlier. I, you know, I'm not very yes. functional. Um, yeah. It, it's one of those things. Everyone's like, I wish I could be you, but it's, it's just a natural thing. Like everyone's body's just on a different clock. Totally. Mine just happens to be super early. Do you go to bed early or are you up late? Yes. No, bed early. Yep. Bed at nine, typically. Goals. 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 (laughs) I love it. 
All right. And then your favorite affirmation or quote. Uh, okay. My favorite, I actually don't know who it's by, but I read it at some point in my life and it has stuck with me forever. And it's, you are the universe experiencing itself from one specific perspective. And everyone who you have ever met is you. And that, or <laughs> I just messed it up. <laughs> every person on this earth is you. So every act of love becomes an act of self-love. And that is the feeling that you've been searching for your whole life. Oh my gosh. I, I love that. I love that. I love just the concept of finding, like giving love to absolutely anything is a form of self-love. It's and, so true. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorites. That makes me feel like so good inside. all right so let's chat because literally like everybody and their mothers is always like Sid got me to this space like she's inspired me so I want to know how you got into this space and when you got into it yeah so I got in it was the end of October and the reason I got into it so I've been doing video production work with my brother Um, we do like product commercials like commercials for social media and he, we just started learning about crypto and we're just starting to invest in crypto. We start just watching videos, kind of learning about just blockchain technology and kind of just more of like the finance aspect. And amongst all that, we, you know, we found NFTs, but I had never, I had only seen like the big generative collections. So it didn't really catch my eye because just the style of art I was seeing wasn't really my type of art. So I kind of just disregarded it. But my brother was the one who he was like, okay, all this art is like not my type of art. Like, it's not good. Like you, like you should like try this. Like, and it was just totally his idea. And in my head, I was like, okay. Cause I knew when I started looking into it, I realized like how early this whole thing was. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I was like, okay, like if I start making art now and I start like making videos, like maybe in like a year or two, when this becomes more mainstream, like all just my videos will kind of be there and people can go and kind of stockpile them and watch them then. So I really was not expecting anything immediate. I was like planning like, like, Oh, I'll just kind of do this as a side hobby and it might take off in like a year or two. And so my plan, I started in, yeah, the end of October. My plan was, my plan was to just start learning, start making NFTs and just document the process. Um, And so, yeah, I started doing that in, the end of October and that's kind of how I got into it was just learning what they were and wanting to join and you've just like blown up it's amazing and I just I love I love the onslaught of all the one-on-one artists coming in now because it's totally unique it's it's totally different and I it's just so fun to like support a one-on-one artist versus a huge like generative collection it it means something like I just feel like I'm supporting the human versus like whole collection type of thing. Yeah. And that's what I had. I, I, I wasn't seeing a whole lot of that. And that's what I just felt like this space was going to go to because I'm like, this technology is so cool for artists. And at the time I just wasn't, obviously there were NFT, you know, galore before me, but I just wasn't really tapped into the actual like one of one artists. So I just saw, yeah, like so much potential for that. I was like, oh my God, there's so many amazing artists. It just people need to know about this. Yes. And so when I went on TikTok, because TikTok was just the, I knew that's the social platform that it's the easiest to kind of grow on and get organic yeah. eyes. And so when I typed in like NFT artist, 
there was just nothing. Like there was a couple artists on ETH, but basically nothing at all. And when I typed in everything about Solana, Solsi, there was zero, not a single video on TikTok. And that was in October. So, like it's February. Yeah. That is so insane. Yeah. And it's funny because I had like a whole plan. I wanted to follow a bunch of artists to get in the algorithm. And there was just no one to follow. Like I was literally going to follow NFT artists and there was just no one. So it's so crazy now when I type in NFT artists, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like all these people I can follow. Because yeah, at the beginning, it was just, yeah, it was early. Oh, I love it so much. What has surprised you the most about getting in? Honestly, the... Well, I guess it's not that surprising now that I think of it as like worldwide reaching, but I had just hoped that my videos would find the right artist because selfishly, I was like, I just want artist friends to like talk about this with right? and do this with. And I, I thought people were going to be like, you're crazy. Like, what is this? This is, I just, I guess I didn't think people were going to be so willing and excited to learn and to explore this like totally new world like especially artists who have been professional artists working artists for 20 30 years doing traditional art um I just I was so pleasantly surprised with how many people were just ready and eager to just try something completely new yeah listen you know and that's what I love about your videos is that you literally are like hey I'm teaching myself this today like let's learn together and it's like so just very authentic and raw and literally like it's your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I wanted it to be like that. And I tried, I don't know if I did the best job at the beginning because a bunch of people now don't know this, but I had just learned digital art. I had never done digital art in my life until October. And I drew those eyes and it was the first thing. So that was another thing I wanted to do. It was like, I'm just learning procreate. I This isn't even my iPad. I'm borrowing it, but I want to like teach you too. So those two kind of things, like the learning NFTs and the learning procreate kind of went like hand in hand. That's so cool. What advice do you have for artists who want to get into this space? I would say surround yourself by the type of people who you look up to or just the type of people you vibe with like just find your find your people I guess is my advice because because the space is so new and there's not you know books on all this stuff yet everyone is learning through each other and through experience and so the best thing you can do is just be connected and networking with everyone because everyone is coming from such different backgrounds to this new place so we're all just bringing little pieces of what we've learned in you know different industries different life experiences and we're all just learning together but the whole kind of thing is like no one knows everything so you have to kind of like be in the community and just be willing to like talk to a bunch of people to actually learn That is great advice. I, people ask me all the time, like, how do you find Twitter spaces or how do you know, like, you know, who to support? And I'm like, I don't know. Like I just have gone in there and I started talking to people. And the more you start talking to people, the more just things pop up (laughs) and it's like, but you have to actually get in there and start talking and start, you know, getting in spaces and just immerse yourself. And it really does make such a difference. Yeah. And what's, What's so beautiful, because I've even noticed this in myself, is a lot of people who 
would be so ner- I mean, and it still is nervous and nerve wracking in a Twitter space, but mm-hmm. it, like, it's so hard to go up to a group of 60 people per se and introduce yourself and be like, hi, this is who I am. And this is what I do. Like in normal yeah. settings, that's terrifying and yeah. crazy. But in these Twitter spaces, like you're able to, yeah, just like get like the experience of it is still scary. And I was sweating, terrified in my first Twitter space, but doing it a couple of times, like the fact that now I'm comfortable talking to like 60 people at a time is a crazy, crazy concept. And it wasn't like, it's not something I would expect that I would be able to do. And I know a lot of people are probably thinking the same thing. Like, I'm so shy. I don't know if I want to do that. But if you just start, like you said, it's just going to happen. You're just going to talk to one person and then it's going to lead to another thing. And then this space is going to pop up and you're might going to, you're going to get too nervous to not talk in that one. But then the next one, you're going to feel safe and comfortable and you'll talk for the first time and it'll all just blossom. Become second nature. I remember my first TikTok video. It probably took me like three hours for like, yeah. seconds. I was like, oh my gosh, looking back, I was like, that was crazy. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Just the more you do it, it just becomes so much easier. You just have to like, you have to just tell yourself to do it. Just do that first like jump off point. It's just the hardest, the hardest move to make, but so worth it. Yeah. All right. So since you're in a video production and then like have, you know, a bunch of history in that, what are some of your video marketing tips? Video marketing. So Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because the types of videos we made, they're just like so different. (laughs) We would make like short commercials for like coffee, beer, cannabis. Um, And a lot of the marketing we do, it would just be like fun, engaging, eye-catching stuff where the marketing that I'm doing now is like, I feel like the complete opposite where it's just natural, personable, authentic you know, not like rah, rah, catchy, you know, crazy openers and like lines and stuff. Like it's kind of funny how I'm doing. Like I feel like the exact opposite of the video work that we've done. Yeah. Um, And just, yeah, the way I've kind of gone about my videos is just like literally being like, you're my friend sitting right next to me. Like, let's go through it together. Like that type of energy looking at it from the other end too. Like I literally feel like I'm sitting down with you, like at the table, watching you do art. It's so cool. I, you're just so natural in there. I love it. And and I feel like that's a different way to pull people in. Like you can do yeah. the like crazy, what do you call it? Like opening line. Yeah. The hook. 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 Yeah. I know. Like a crazy hook or, or if you just feel like comfortable with someone or someone feels familiar that's like a natural drawing too. It's just kind of like on the opposite spectrum. No, it's so, it's like a very feel good thing to see once you see it amongst like all the other, like, Hey, and I like, I do hooks all the time too, you know, just because I'm working on personally, my storytelling, which has kind of been like my weakness. So I'm like, okay, like, let's look at Sydney. What's she doing today? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So tell us about your collection right now. It's up. Your artwork is beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so my collection, so I started off, my collection is called point of departure. And my whole idea was 
starting this, I had absolutely, I'd never done digital art. So I was like, I don't even have a style or, cause I had seen everyone do collections mm-hmm. and I knew I wanted a collection on Soulsley cause then you could get verified. You couldn't do individual NFTs. And I just was like, I don't want any limitations. I just want to like make random art and kind of just, just see what people like, what I like. So point of departure was just the whole theme is just like, this is just the start. And it was just going to be kind of whatever NFTs I wanted to make. So it started with the eye and my whole goal with the eye, that the, the symbolism all just works so perfectly with like seeing into the future and that whole, you know, vibe. Yeah, um, yeah. But my, my goal was I wanted to do, I didn't want to do the generative art. So I didn't want to make one and like one picture and then do like the different colors for all of it. Like, I think just because that's what I'd seen everywhere, I was just like, I just don't want to do that. And so doing one of one pieces was, that's obviously you'd need like a lot if you want to like rope in a lot of people to your community. So Matt had the idea, he's like, well, why don't you just do your one piece and just do like 50 of them? And we decided to do that and sell it for a like a lot cheaper at the time it was like $10 because mm-hmm. my whole plan was I, I I wasn't putting out the NFTs to like make money on my art it was simply a I'd never sold my art in my entire life so I was like if I get $10 for my art that's cool I've never gotten yeah, that right. before well also because yeah because also I just I wanted anyone who was interested to be able to buy their first NFT just to see what it's about um and so yeah that was kind of the goal with that one was just like see if people are interested and yeah then people were after like a week after that was when all of those sold out and yeah it it didn't really hit me on like the whole just like how it really worked until that collection sold out and the next one was like resold or was sold on the secondary market for like so 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 much more that's when it just everything kind of hit me of like the value of them being limited of them, like that whole type of thing. So it started to kind of make me rethink what I was doing. Cause I was like, okay, I don't want to just keep putting out like 50 and then 50 more and then 50 more without thought. So I kind of just slowed down with my collection and kind of thought about what I wanted to do. And in the meantime, what kind of happened was the, a lot of the eyes sold out before one of my videos went viral and I blew up. So a lot of people came to my page like the week after everything sold out. So, yeah. so many people were like wanted like a piece or wanted something. And I, I wanted to work on like more of a cohesive collection, but everyone was just kind of so excited. And like, I wanted more people to get involved. So that's when then I dropped the hand of magic one, which was just a piece that I was working on. I really liked. And I was like, Oh, I'll just like mint these. Um, so yeah, those are the only NFTs I've sold thus far. And my whole kind of idea was like, I just want this to be my first collection. I, I knew it was going to be all over the place. So I was just kind of going with that. Um, so there's not like a whole kind of theme really to it, but going, it, it's just all been learning. It's been great for learning yeah. and going forward. I, I want to have more of like a cohesive collection of sorts. So that's okay. kind of what I'm well, working I'm sure on. That will sell out too. Um, what, so what are your big plans in for 2022? So 2022, I want, so making videos is a passion of Matt and mine, but Matt is my brother. Yeah. And I want to focus on that. Like I love 
I love making content about NFTs and content about art, um, but what I'm missing is like the cinematic, the filmmaking aspect of it. Because TikTok videos, Instagram videos, it's not like, you know, actual filmmaking. So I want to do a lot more artistic projects that are coupled with um, like films. And so, yeah, I just have a lot of ideas for like content creation in terms of combining like music and art and video and just doing a lot of fun projects like that. And I just want to learn a lot more about the space. I want to go to more in-person events. That's something I really want to do this year. Yes. And yeah, I want to collaborate with other artists. I want to just continue to learn and like see what opportunities are in the space because I'm like learning so many new things every day. Oh, same. Yeah. I just want to keep diving in. I know. It's like layers upon layers that you have to dive into. It's super fun. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy how much my mind has been opened and it's only been a couple months, you know? So I'm like, I can't even imagine like what this year is going to hold for everyone in the space. So many good things. <laughs> I love it. Well, let us know how we can get in contact with you because everyone needs to see your art. Everyone needs to be following you because you are just such an inspiration. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, you can follow me, my Twitter, Instagram are Espo Visuals, and then my TikTok is Espo Visuals NFT. And if you go to my Twitter or Instagram TikTok, the link in that bio has all my stuff where you can go find my NFTs, join my Discord, and all that good stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was so much fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. I love podcasts it's like my favorite thing people ask me <laughs> I know me too I love them too <laughs> Caitlin here thank you so much for listening to the women in nfts and web 3 podcast if you're a woman pioneering the way in the nft web 3 or crypto space I want to share your message check out www.metamintmarketing.io slash win, W-I-N. And let's see if you're a great fit. If you got something out of this interview, I would love for you to share it with your network. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social channels. If you know someone that would be a great guest, make sure to tag them to let them know about the show and include the hashtag women in NFTs podcast. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and truly mean a lot to my incredible guests and me. Want to stay in our world? Go to our website, metamintmarketing.io, or follow me on Twitter at NFTCaitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.